Welcome to Mad Toast Live. We're your hosts, Chris Wagoner and Mary Gaines. Recorded live for podcasts. Thank you. Uh, we recorded every week at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. There you go. Thank you. I, I was also thinking it's right down the hill from a lot of things, but we always use the Capitol. It's the biggest landmark, I guess. Or up the hill from the lake. There you go. <laughs> Not quite as exciting. But this is a podcast. We release these once, uh, twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays at 12 o'clock Central Standard Time on madtoastlive.com. It's not just Central Standard Time. Oh, this again. Daylight savings, what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't understand. She's <laughs> not informing the people correctly. Okay. That's true, that's true. But it's, it's on iTunes. It's also on 77square.com, which I mean, is... just ignores me. <laughs> <laughs> Wisconsin State Journal's uh, entertainment, online entertainment page. But we are here today with Jim Seam, and Melissa Hyman, thank you so much for coming on down here. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us, guys. You drove straight here all night from Asheville. That is absolutely correct. Play this gig, and then you're driving right home. Right back. This routing sucks, man. You've got a really... No, but you've got a really interesting tour lined up here. You're going to be here... Um, well, these, you know, these folks right now where we're recording aren't going to hear this until next week, but uh, you're going to be at the Frequency here in Madison tomorrow, but you're also going to be back at the Frequency in Madison, Wisconsin, on June 14th. Right, right. And uh, some other interesting gigs on here. Uh, I'm from Iowa, and I, I don't think I've ever been to Mason City, but you're going to be at the Toast Bar. We are. Um, yeah. it's, it's a good four-hour drive from anything, so we're going <laughs> to drive there and drive another four hours to our next place, but it's a, it looks like yeah. a pretty cool place. So. You know, also, maybe we um, should... Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, we're also playing at two nursing homes in Mason City. Okay. If you know anybody at a nursing home in Mason City, <laughs> tell them to come check it out. Walk down the hall, come check it out. Come on I down, man. <laughs> yeah. I want to be one of those ladies in a nursing home who says, come here, honey. Yeah. And then somebody leans down and you tell them the dirtiest joke you've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they just kind of turn pale and giggle and start wandering <laughs> off. <laughs> Because I've had that happen to me so many times, I'm really excited about doing it myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But you, so you do play, you play nursing homes, you said it's part of your... Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, we've, uh, we've booked like daytime shows at nursing homes. Yeah. And so far, for me, that's been the favorite, that's been the, the best part of, of our tour, gig-wise, just because yeah. people are so... I don't know, the, the audiences have been very vocal and given us lots of really good advice and like, <laughs> just been really like open and, yeah. you know. They're probably exactly pretty hungry like, for the music too. Yeah, so much cool. entertainment. We get yeah, some solid uh, like 10, 15 part harmonies going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's really nice. Yeah. Do, so. do they ever, do you get requests like, do you know it's, are you my sunshine? No, we haven't gotten that one yet, but I bet you we will. <laughs> playing like But that's pretty more. neat. So they're into, they like what you're playing. They do. Yeah, we, we, like we try to play a lot of, um, we, we like a lot of um, 50s and 60s rock and roll, like a lot of Richie Valance and Everly Brothers uh -huh. and stuff, so we try to play, play a lot of that, but they're really open to anything. Perfect. So yeah. it's been yeah. good. That's great. Hey, you wanted to start out with the tune? Because we usually just blather on, so <laughs> we'll get plenty of that. But, uh, yeah. Just to give the folks a taste of what you're doing. Sure. Um, this, song's, um, this song was just kind of, uh, one of my friend want, friends wanted me to write, write a song about... Um, you know, women always have these really beautiful and haunting rooms. You know, you spend some time in, and, but you always remember their rooms. And yeah. uh, here's a song about it. It's called uh, One Day We All Have Our Own. Things 
got into my skin and they're tearing me apart but it's beautiful I guess I think it's alright I mean it feels okay when the sun is coming up through the curtains that you made on your calendar Babies laugh and play One day we will have Great together, really nice blend. Yeah. So, how often do you do you play together? Because you don't always play together, right? Well, uh, we met each other about um, how many months ago? Four months. Four ago months ago, and yeah. um, we uh, actually hit it off better than uh, we expected, and uh, <laughs> so we got. You expected <laughs> not to, not to. We loved pretty well, and uh, so we actually ended up kind of practicing um, music together pretty recently. So maybe in the last month, I'd say we'd hit it pretty hard. But we played kind of, you know, on, on and off, but we were distracted by each other, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. I thought I just let that lie there for a second. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I know, Melissa, you said you, say you are from, uh, you're from New York. I am, yeah. Yeah. Recently? I mean, did you... No, uh, I, I guess I'm... Um, I still very much love New York. I grew up right outside of the city, um, but I lived in Vermont for a while when I went to school, and then I traveled a bunch, um, and then moved to Asheville. I've been there about two years. We've been there about the same amount of okay. time. Um, and it's only since I've lived in Asheville that I you know, had the slightest inkling that I could you know, play in a band or anything like that, yeah. so it's been really fun. Were you classically trained? Technically. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I took uh, cello lessons until I was maybe like, 14 years old. Okay. And then, um, yeah, but I started getting into just like jamming out with friends when I was in college, and um, that's led me down all sorts of different musical pathways. Isn't it? That, that's so liberating as a string it's player, amazing. isn't it? You know, yeah. the first time you kind of get off the page and go, oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is fun. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Isn't, I keep hearing that, you know, actually, well, Mary's, Mary's family, part of it is from uh, North Carolina. We haven't been, I've never been to Asheville. You, gotta, you have to come to Asheville. Yeah. Oh well, that's God. what I keep hearing. It's just like a phenomenal scene, great music yeah. scene, wonderful people. Is that well, a lie or something? You know, when I went so to North Carolina, it was just to visit my grandparents. Okay. So there was really no clubbing or, yeah. you know, <laughs> that wasn't really happening. But, yeah. but, you know, if we went now. Yeah. Grandma went clubbing with... when we weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> After we left. 
But uh, yeah, it's almost hard not to play music in Asheville. I mean, yeah. it's just there are creative people everywhere. There's so much talent there. It's, there's so much to learn. Um, I found there's like all these really amazing people to learn from. Have you guys been to Nashville? Have you played in Nashville? Nashville? Nashville, yeah. Tennessee, or Austin? I don't know that place. <laughs> okay. okay. No. We, never, we never have. We never got that far south. Right. Um, I'm, I'm actually a native of, uh, of La Crosse, Wisconsin, so I played, oh. a, I played a bunch in this area, and um, okay. we're kind of playing in Charlotte, um, you know, that area, the Wilmington area, but not, not that far south. We're yeah. still working on it. So. So what brought you to, to uh, Asheville? Um, well, I moved to Wilmington to surf, and uh, then uh, I met a woman who... Uh, Bloomington, Indiana? Wilmington. Wilmington, <laughs> Wilmington Delaware, believe okay. it or not. Um, oh, Wilmington, North Carolina, actually. Uh, they were, Wilmington. Yeah, okay. Wilmington. Um, but yeah, I moved there, and then I met a woman there, and um, we, she said Asheville was great, so I moved there, and uh, we broke up, but I was really glad she had brought me to Asheville, so I ended up right. staying there, so... That's, isn't that interesting? It's sort of like, uh, you know, uh, the seed pods falling from trees, you know. The thing that takes you where you end up is very right. interesting sometimes. And that thing often goes away, but you're still <laughs> where you are. Right. Yeah. For, for good. It all works out. For good reasons, yeah. I, I noticed on your list of, uh, um, of influences, this is on your website. So the, the website is myspace.com slash jimseem, S-E-E-M. And Melissa also has a website, myspace.com slash, slash rebel cello. I like that. Yeah. We have to talk right about on. Yeah. Right on. Rebel but, cello. But Jim, on your, on your website, you list some influences that I thought were really interesting. I mean, half these I don't know because I don't know. I, and I need to find out. I've heard names. I've heard of them, but I don't know. But um, uh, it's because I'm not hip. Okay. But Smokey Robinson, that's, right. that's pretty cool. When you said uh, that the line in the song that you just did about "and your daddy has records," mm. was that something for you growing up? Did did you did yeah. your family listen to like albums and stuff? Yeah, um, there's actually um, you know a lot of people are, are lucky enough to come from really musical families. I'd say my my um, my family is actually less musically inclined than um, your average family. Like probably like in a D, you know, on a, <laughs> on a scale. And so, um, but luckily, my dad was uh, like obsessed with music, so I was always surrounded by, um, you know, Sam Cooke and and John Prine and um, you know Smokey Robinson, Otis Redding, all this great music. And so, um, you know, ever since I was like in the womb, he'd have you know headphones on me basically. And uh, that, was, that was very fortunate, because if I had to rely on my, on my family, you know, as, as influences, it wouldn't have worked out. <laughs> bad, well, so. What is your, your the t-shirt says? What, what's the logo on the t-shirt? Uh, so much soul. So much soul. Because so I hear that. I mean, if you, I mean, listening to Smokey Robinson and, and uh, Sam Cooke, you could not, not but help that. But what a wonderful influence. But some of these other bands, you know, I've heard, I've heard of them for sure, but... It'd be interesting to like put people on the map, put put these people, all these bands up on like a, a bulletin board, and get them all in the same room talking influences, and see if you could draw some line. And there probably would be a yeah. real similar line, like some of your other influences: uh, Ryan Peterson, Dismop Sheehan, the Wu Tang Clan, Mason <laughs> Jennings, Jonathan Rice, Diggable Planets, uh, D uh, David Garza, Rumi, Matt uh, Matt Peterson, Sublime, Whiskey Town. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> Did you get that? They're going to be tested on this later. <laughs> right. to repeat them. Well, um, well uh, the Matt and Ryan Peterson are, are some of my strongest influences. Um, they're actually fairly local. Um, they come from a place called Lancaster, um, which I believe is, is um, somewhere close to here. But um, they kind of got me into music. But um, hip-hop was always a huge influence on me. That's all I listened to. Um, like Melissa definitely, I think, was a bit surprised to yeah. hear. That's all I'll be listening to is, is rap music. That's all I listen to, basically. It's so. his car. There's oh. nothing I can do about <laughs> it. <laughs> I, would never, I would never have guessed that. It's, it's, <laughs> um, I, I really recommend it to songwriters. Just yeah. the, the phrasing is, is unbelievable, and the alliteration and all that is, is really yeah. useful to songwriting. So that's why I usually have... Um, I just kind of am learning about bridges because I just like to play the same chords and kind of <laughs> flow over them like, yeah. like rappers do, you know? Sure, but I mean, a great, um, um, that comes from a really good, uh, obviously a really deep place, blues players and African musicians, you know, right. getting this groove and it just goes on and on. I think about, you know, John Lee Hooker, you know, playing one chord, it's just this great chord. Yep, yep, <laughs> you know? it's got a groove. And you don't need a bridge, you know? Right. So, I don't know. I don't mean to like rip you off a set list if you guys have. If y'all have one, um, but like like we have a script 
you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> tightly. Tell. Tell. That's obvious. But uh, and um, then he said, <laughs> um, "What is what's a song that you that you might do here uh, that would be that would where maybe the hip hop thing would be a little more to the forefront, like Don't vocal stop giving it up. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll do this song. Um, it's called "Don't Stop Giving It Up." Um, um, but um, we're gonna have to kind of. It'll be maybe about a minute. Um, we also we often incorporate um, a couple uh, hip hop songs, but we'll cut those out. We'll do pure the purely original part. But here's about a minute of uh, hip hop inspired uh, folk music. It goes into a nice long medley. It's like one of my. up inside, I know it. You look good in those jeans, but slip out those jeans. I can't deny it, I'm strong. Brown sugar by D'Angelo Me and Melissa ride around real slow Step up in the party with our eyes real low Yeah, yeah, don't stop giving it up Mommy, don't come alive. Don't stop giving it up. Yeah. Don't stop giving it up. Oh, 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 Don't stop giving it up. That's it for. Usually it goes into some R. Kelly from there. Yeah. I think we sang it in preschool or something like it. <laughs> right. Real similar. I mean, the lyrics anyway reminded me a lot of I mean, Didn't know what they meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Don't stop. Hey there, give me that block. Oh, I think okay. The, yeah. You'll get in that block, but give me that block. <laughs> so, but, you know, we, we'd like to, we haven't really had any, like, hip-hop artists on the show. We'd like to do that sometime because it's something um, I know it's, it's the thing happening now and it's, the, and it's, um, and, uh, it'd be, it's an interesting conversation when you get um, you know, younger musicians mixed with older musicians and a lot of the older musicians going, I don't understand what you know, you kids today and all that stuff. And obviously when you ever get a movement, I, I don't know, this is just my opinion, there's definitely something to look at. There's something to, you know, why is there, you know, whether you you were influenced by it or not, you know, there's got to be some, there's something going on there. Yeah. And so that's what it is, right? You, you, you're liking the lyrics and the feel and the move. Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and, and, and people often, um, you know, my music uh, often is kind of uh, risque for, uh, for folk music, and I'll be like, you know, I don't understand what's going on. I mean, like, because the music I'm listening to is a lot worse than this, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. people have something to say, but it's, it's not yeah. that bad. So, um, yeah. So, um, where do you get your chordal ideas from? from? Um, I, I really don't know. Um, you just kind of start playing something. I, I have no idea. I'm not actually saying who you're stealing your chordal ideas right. from. I'm really just thinking. Right. I, I don't really listen to uh, much folk music, so I honestly don't know. Yeah. I don't know where it comes from. Well, it's interesting to me, too, that so far I haven't heard a lot of like minor 
Oh yeah, no minor, no minor stuff. Which is very big in hip hop. Right, right. I I guess I mostly I'm always liked really um, you know major. I listen to a lot of pop music, so Mm -hmm. um, uh, so I don't I don't really feel um, yeah. So so that's all I all I play is major. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Then maybe this is another another topic. But we we came across you know you were talking about your influences and you breezed across it earlier. You said surfing and I thought wow that's pretty interesting. I mean how does that Influence your your playing, or obviously it's a very personal. It's a very uh, right. Physical. Um, well, that's we right, could, honey. That's right. She knows what's up. Um, <laughs> yeah, we could actually show you how that influenced. Um, uh, the first time I ever went to North Carolina, I went to Wilmington and um, I went surfing there, and um, I wrote a song that night. And uh, we could play it for you if you'd like. Sure. Yeah. If you want to jam on this one, this is a good cello jam song. All right. I'm always really excited to play with another cellist. Me too. It's the first time we've had another cellist on the show. So, you know, we we almost had an accordion smackdown a few weeks ago. And oh, sure, you get two accordions in a room, and it's uh, it's mayhem. Everybody leaves, but, but no. two cellos. <laughs> and that's fine. I just put new strings on today, so I might have to tune like 40 those, times. Those beautiful copper strings. Yeah, they're really. I've nice. heard of silver strings and. Gold strings and gut strings, but copper. The guy told me the silver ones were like, I don't know, like $150 a piece. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So, that's, yeah. that's not like, really good road money yeah. for cello <laughs> strings. <laughs> yeah. So do they turn a pretty verdigree, you know, or do they age nicely? I or wouldn't know, but I would love to be able to find out. <laughs> you know, if we put a blowtorch on them, I bet we could get them that really dark brown that, that they turn. Oxidize sometimes. them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Let's do that. I can honestly say, I never thought we'd be joking about copper cello strings. <laughs> That's just like the weirdest thing yeah, to me. I, I love it. I'm going to have to get some. I don't know. I, <laughs> I want to try. They sound kind of funny, but, uh, but yeah. yeah, they get a different thing. Yeah. We were talking earlier before the show how it sounds like a, you guys probably don't know what the heck I'm talking about, but. <laughs> cello geeking out moment. Yeah. Here, yeah. The geeky cellist. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, the thing about the copper strings is that acoustically, they make it sound like you're going through a, a, tube, a amp. tube amp, a tube guitar amp. Mm. It's got this extra little fuzzy little warmth. It's very cool. Yeah. I'll just think of it as like a 30s style thing. Right. Yeah. AM radio. AM radio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look better. Look better. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Yeah. So this is a song inspired by surfing, um, but um, yeah, it's called Baby Blue. It's on our um, album if you like it. All these songs are on our album if you like them. What key is um, it in? So here you go. G- it's in G. G. Okay. Most of them are all in G. <laughs> <laughs> I'd figure it out eventually, but. <laughs> Wide open, that blue 
That's a chilling down song after after surfing all day. Yeah, that is. But um, yeah, it's always got to be about girls. But um, that was after <laughs> surfing, so it's kind of related to surfing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never surfed, but I imagine that's a pretty. Uh, uh, I mean, a really intense sport, right? I mean, right. Very physical all around. Yeah, it, it is, and it really balances you out. Like, um, I don't know, you just feel, you know, you you feel it afterwards. You get in the yeah. flow and. It keeps you there. It's good. Now, is it? Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, we think of the sport sometimes. Those of us that don't know a lot about it necessarily <clears throat> think of, you know, you see the big wave riders. But I imagine there's the most of the sport probably is not like that. I mean, it's not like you can find surf like that. Right. Very many places. Right. Um, yeah, I usually prefer around five feet. So um, <laughs> anything bigger than that is too big for me. So yeah, yeah mostly you're lucky to get a three foot foot okay. wave day. So that's a that's a mellow ride. You get up there, you right. get up and yeah. 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 It's um yeah. The, those big waves actually need a jet ski to, to to you have to when you're paddling into a wave you have to match the speed of the wave to, to catch it and so they actually need a jet ski to um, propel them to to oh, match okay. that. They're you going. don't even see that very much. No, they kind of, it's kind of a little trick. They cut that out <laughs> of the frame? They the cat out of the bag, yeah. Those, that's not right. No, it's not right. <laughs> I wouldn't do it still, though. you got to respect that, you know? Yeah. It sounds a lot more reasonable than, you know, <laughs> trying to paddle along with this huge... What I know about stuff. surfing is, like, what was the, car, the, the Disney movie that was on that was fairly recent, uh, you know? With Honey? The, with the... Uh, Lilo and Stitch. That's the one, ah. yes. I okay. See that. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Iowa. There's terrible surfing in Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> it's right here, yeah. But also, what about river surfing? 
They, Can I see it, right? They surf in, um, I believe it's uh, Kenosha, something like that. They surf okay. during the winter. Um, you'll get strong enough waves that are strong enough wind that it'll it'll uh, create waves. But you know, you're dealing with like real cold water. <laughs> I, I would just buy a plane ticket, you know, to yeah. Florida. But those people yeah. are crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, because that's not even fun. No, it's it? I mean, not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> I think you'd have to have some element of fun to you know. Yeah, really. and it's kind of the polar opposite of polar? ice fishing. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean to say that? I don't know. <laughs> I started feeling these connections, but then it was yeah. like bad. Yeah, well, ice fishing, you're actually, you're all bundled up, you're in a cabin, in a little shack. Sitting still. Sitting still. Keeping warm. Oh, okay. So. Well, okay, we're in a bar, though, because, you know, the biggest thing about ice fishing, it seems to me, and I can be corrected, is that you've got your little flask. Of cherry brandy. Or... Dr. McGillicuddy's, or whiskey, or what? Jaeger? Jaeger? Okay. Cough syrup. Jaeger from the audience. Yeah. <laughs> Cough syrup. I'm bad. You're bad. But, yeah. I think that's called robo-tripping. Or something. <laughs> oh. Heard of that. You know, actually, <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever tried, um, speaking of alcohol, I guess, or, what's, what's the, it's, I keep forgetting it's uh, made from wormwood. It's the kind of absinthe. Absinthe. You can drink it now legally, whatever. And, uh, we tried that the other day. We went out with some friends. It's really expensive. We're, we're bummed, so, you know, we all split one. Well, first they lit it on fire, <laughs> yeah, and then the yeah. four of us split this one drink. And I'm sorry, you know, that's a lot of money to spend on something that tastes like... Um, Vodka? No, Just I was like going to say... Just like NyQuil, doesn't it? There you go. Just like okay. NyQuil, yeah. Good. That was nasty. I thought I was good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Maybe it's an acquired taste. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any songs about NyQuil? <laughs> Not yet. I do. <laughs> Not yet. I do. But tomorrow you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what what age did you start playing instruments? Uh, I used to play a lot of punk rock. I grew I grew up in the punk rock scene, and uh, um, which is if there's any musicians out here like you know, um, gritting their teeth when I mean, they hear my auto tune guitars a lot better than it used to be. I used to. I'm still kind of learning how to play in tune, but uh, I grew up in the punk rock scene and. Um, you know, that was probably when I was like 14, 15. So mm-hmm. I was basically screaming at that point, and um, I kind of mellowed out when I was like 19. But um, I just kind of started to take it seriously a few years ago, basically, you know, that like maybe I should try to do this. So, do yeah. you still like an edge to your music? I hate it. No, I, so I really don't like it. I, I can't listen to that stuff anymore. Um, you know, I just like to kind of cool out. I don't know what it what, what happened. I don't know why I wasn't into it. I guess because I was, you know, 15. Yeah. That's good. Seething, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. I was really into Nine Inch Nails when I was that age. Weird. Maybe it was hormonal for... Probably. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it has a lot to do with it. Jack Johnson's a, sur- a surfer too, isn't he? He is. He is, and he's, that's pretty mellow. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, uh, yeah, he's really, really influenced by him. That's kind of the... The feel, you know, you can tell he's really influenced by surfing. Yeah, it's a really Polynesian vibe, you know. Yeah, it's really good. Huh. Uh, do, do you have anything with a Polynesian vibe? <laughs> I'm just—I don't know why I keep asking you. Oh, don't you really put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything that Next rhymes? Question is, what style is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Polynesian. You know, um, you can play anything you want. You we don't, do, have to, we don't do. even listen to me. All right. Um, okay. This song's called "All Over Me." Yeah. In Polynesia. <laughs> In the South Seas, they call it. Mm. What does it mean? <laughs> it's written all over my face. I'm addicted to rain. Oh, me. I'm coming, I'm coming down Rain that she makes Drowns out the thunder And I stay inside of her most of the time I will not break this, yeah, I promise She feels 
fuel the fire She put it out Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. 
Did little... someone turn up the heat in here? I yeah. I'm really getting s- s- Happens sweaty. a lot when we're around. Uh, some water. <laughs> it's all the friction with the bows and the strings and the... That's what it is. And the guitar the playing. And the back and the forth and all that. Okay. Friction. <laughs> do, the, do the thing that... Friction. <laughs> <laughs> he does this thing in songs that like kind of drives me a little crazy. Yeah, it's a really, know. it's a really good idea if you're playing a song to just kind of throw in a. <laughs> I don't know. I disagree, but uh, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> like what is that? <laughs> if, 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 they, if we buy your album, not if when we buy right, your album. Right, right. <laughs> we'll be looking for that. Yeah, is that in there? Is it like real? Sub- yeah, there are some in there. There's at least one or two. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting because uh, a lot of times I don't have times I practice with people, so you kind of put in little vocal cues, and that's yeah. like a good one. People, you know, little transition things. That's a good one. Okay. Nobody has any of those. We'll know that for next time. Right. Time to do one of those. Because Get ready. Oh, stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. No, you, you definitely have the, the, um, the cues down because we've never played together. We've never rehearsed any of this together. And, and the stops and things, you know, it's just all very natural. It's really fun to play with musicians that kind of get that, you know. That's yeah. great. It comes from just kind of boom. Right. It comes know. from never practicing with anybody, so you just got to have it. Yeah. <laughs> the secret it is not time. to practice. It saves a lot of practice. time. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then it gets all tight and everything. Yeah, Nobody wants that. to hear that no. crap. No. No. no I didn't mean to. Because you guys are really tight. Yeah. And, uh, Thank you. Oh, thanks. Yeah. For two instruments, it's a, I love that the combination of the cello is such a... When, when Mary has played cello for years, when we met here at the university, we are playing cellos and violins and all that stuff. But I just did a recording yesterday with a ukulele player. Nice. Yes. <laughs> it was an unwritten classical piece. It was a little tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was no part for me. I just yeah. had to make it up. <laughs> Swinging it. Jeez. Yeah. But, you know... <laughs> I got paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah. yeah. We should all be so lucky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like my job. But it's, it's such really a, cool. it's such a wonderful like the violin is um, the, the cello is it's not always somber. I mean it doesn't it's got this kind of gut-wrenching quality to it, but it doesn't have to be like that. I mean it can be really Yeah, like fiddle doesn't passionate. have to be drain and wing It's supposed to be. But, <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing it right. When, yeah, if you're doing it right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's true about the cello, I think. I th- it's really fun to like explore all the moods of an instrument and all the different kinds of music that you're not supposed to play on it. You know, that's my favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. That's kind of the best stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that you're really into that. It just even during sound check, you're doing all sorts of like walking bass lines and crazy stuff, and like <laughs> that's really cool. I like that. Well, you know, if you're not supposed to do it, then it's kind of like, why? Right. <laughs> and then you're you know, we're crea- you know curious beings, and yeah. yeah. Somebody tells you no, then you work harder at it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, do you get? Do you guys play with other musicians sometimes? Do you have like a band kind of thing? Um, no, we find that it's better to have not many musicians because you get paid more. Yeah. So, uh, that's kind of the way the way we do it. Um, that's really funny, but it's actually really a bummer in a way. Right, you know, it is. It used to be that we could all have these five-piece bands, right. six-piece, seven-piece, and go out on the road. And these days, you know, if you can get a gig for a duo, you're doing great. Right. Yeah. And, and I actually don't like, um, you know... Um, I, I don't really, Chris was talking about earlier, but I, I like to switch tempo a lot, you know, like I don't yeah. like to stay, I saw a drummer, I'm like, oh man, like why can't you just read my mind, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, so, so that's the problem. We did play the violinist the other day and that was great and she said we didn't have to pay her because she, um, so um, she might be playing with us soon. So <laughs> see her next time. That's all it takes to get into our band. Yeah, you just yeah. don't have to, yeah. if you don't want to get... If you're independently wealthy, <laughs> right. then you just it, go yeah. on the road. Yeah, and so there's yeah. no problem. Um, so I'd yeah. like to become independently wealthy if anybody would like to shoot me some money yes, so yes, that yes. I could just play with it. I'm sure that really helped. Um, do you guys want to play another song? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I can orchestra. Not, we're not much for talking, but um, this, <laughs> this song is called Irresponsible. Um, I wrote it in La Crosse, Wisconsin, actually. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's about girls. Um, and it's NG. About who? About girls. 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 Pretty, um... All the ladies? 
All the ladies. All the ladies in here. This one's for you.
Thank you. Wonderful poetry. I love your lyrics. This, um, wanted to, you have an amazing schedule here coming up. Um, all these places. I know you're going to be in Madison again tomorrow night, April 16th at the Toast Bar in Mason City. Um, and then you're going to be in Duluth, Johnson City, Tennessee, Charlotte, North Carolina, yeah, back in Asheville, early May. I mean, this is, and then create, and then, then you're back in uh, Milwaukee at Linneman's right. Cool Club in Lin at Linneman's. We know Jim really well. We were talking about that before the show. Yeah, he's a he's a really good guy. He's really helped us out. Um, yeah. You know, we we started out in Milwaukee, not having any following, and he's uh, been really supportive. So yeah. I really appreciate that guy. He's he's a great guy. Yeah, really interesting yeah. club too. Linneman's, uh, then back and then a lacrosse. Do you, do you have a lot of friends and family still? Um, not really. Lacrosse is a, is a really transitional uh, city. It's, it's mainly a college city, and okay. in my family, it's long gone uh, oh, from okay. lacrosse. So uh, we get a few people, um, but it's still, it's still a nice place to hit up and uh, you know, go, go check out the old stopping grounds. Yeah. Let's see, where else at? Excelsior, Minnesota. Where is Excelsior? Is that near the Twin Cities? Or? I think it's about a half hour out. Um, there's a okay. really great place called the 318 Cafe that brings in some really good people. I definitely recommend checking out any night you go there. It's going to be hitting. It's going to be on. So. Um, oh, that is the 318. Okay. I, th I thought that was in, but it's, but it's near, it's obviously within the same. Right. It's, yeah. it's about a half hour out. And then you're up in there in Duluth there in Fitzger's Brewhouse up there. I am. Well, I sure. am. And, and well, have you been to Duluth yet? I was there once this summer, and um, we tried to go swimming in August, and the water was too cold, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> the water's still too cold in August, it's probably never going to work. Right. <laughs> I, I swam in Duluth, or not Duluth. Uh, Superior. <laughs> Superior. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I was a teenager in August, and it wasn't really warm enough then either. <laughs> never does. So, yeah. And then back in Wilmington, Delaware, and this is July. So that's, that's quite a summer you guys have. Yeah. And actually, there's kind of a little artist community in Duluth, right. so you might be able to... It'll be good. That's actually yeah. um, about uh, up until June, then we'll do um, the rest of the summer. That's just so. up till June? Yeah, that's, it's not, we're still um, booking June and then July and August. Yeah. Well, congrats we're, for really getting out there. Oh, we're trying, we're <laughs> yeah. trying. We, we don't want to work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like working. <laughs> You, and you can manage to do it sometimes. It's not, yeah, it's not easy. It's hey, I wanted to ask Melissa real quick, too. Um, in your, your list of influences, I thought it was pretty interesting as well. Andrew Bird. Yeah. Doing great things. Boy, I'm Amazing. on his mailing list. And he's just, I don't know if you all know who Andrew Bird is. Um, he's is from he from Chicago? I think he's from Chicago. But, um, yeah, he's he does all, all this cool like looping stuff. And yeah. he'll, he'll pluck a little you know, melody and then have really like haunted sounding like bows over it and then yeah. he'll whistle on top of it and like he puts together these like really int intricate sort of tapestries of sound if yeah. you will <laughs> um, he's really cool I like his sound yeah, yeah. tapestries of sound and uh, other influences Regina Spector with a K is that any relation to Phil who's in jail now I don't oh. think so no. yeah, I don't I hope not for her no. sake no she's this no. really amazing up and coming pianist She's getting pretty big, I think, um, and singer, and she has just an incredible voice. Um, she kind of like, her, I don't know, her, her music is, is pretty eclectic and like a little weird, you know, and like really catchy, and um, sh her voice kind of like hops up and down so uh -huh. easily, and like, I don't know, she has a beautiful voice. This is cool. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to uh, listening to some of these influence, some of these people sure. that I'm not familiar with. Yeah. Um, and your dad, you cite your dad. Yeah, my dad is a classical violinist. Okay. And he, he's played violin since he was seven years old, I think, yeah. just obsessively. And he's, he's really wonderful at it. And uh, a few years ago, he lost his job after 9-11 because he was working in IT in, in Manhattan. So a lot of people in that field lost their jobs. And so he um, went back to school and became a music teacher and Good learned to play the viola in like a week and a half. And yeah. like, you know, <laughs> yeah. so I don't know. He's just like a really... Um, He's a big inspiration. He does so has he been really supportive of what you're doing? Oh, yeah. yeah. And he has a lot of good advice, because even when he was working in another field, he was playing music with chamber groups and with our, at our synagogue and you know, at, at um, various like, weddings and stuff when, you know, throughout his whole adult life. So he's got yeah. good advice about getting gigs and things like that. And he might have given you advice about the copper strings, too. I kind of <laughs> wish I'd called him before buying them. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, the copper string doesn't look so good. No. Yeah. Um, they, they sound fine. They sound <laughs> and the other, the other two, I mean, there are others on here, but uh, Billie Holiday and Nina Simone, I thought that was interesting. 
Is it, what about them? Is it the, the way they sing? Is it phrasing, tone? Everything. Just, everything. I just am in love with them. Yeah. I love the way they sing and the it's songs that they sing. I love yeah. old jazz tunes. And um, mm-hmm. Nina Simone yeah. is, is just such a powerful woman. She just, like, I don't know. She's got so much moxie in her voice. Do you think about that on the cello, though? I mean, do you think about, like, the phrasing of vocals? Um, I, I would say the cello is a pretty vocal-sounding instrument. I do think about that sometimes. I think those are more influences for me for singing. Okay. But I would say that the way I think about singing probably influences the way I think about playing the cello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. And, and Jim, the way you surf influences the way... <laughs> no, I, I hope not. I surf very badly, so I hope that doesn't uh, influence. It doesn't seem to. Yeah. Maybe the way you play music can influence your surfing. Right. right. That's, that's, that's what i got to think of it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's do... We have time for, for one more tune. Yeah. So, um, Jim Seam and Melissa Hyman here. Thank you so much for coming. We're going to hear another song. Thank you. All right, um, All right, um, <laughs> we're gonna find our key. There's, that's E. It's E flat. E flat. All right, flat. Okay. All right, we're gonna play a song in E flat. Um, but this song is called "All My Lovers," and um, originally when I when I left um, the Midwest, you know, you gotta leave your home to find yourself, as they say, the classical story. And um, this is kind of about that. Um, go to North Carolina. Uh, it's called All My Lovers. Oh my 
guys. Thank you. Hey, thanks again, guys. Jim Seam and Melissa Hyman. Thank you for being a guest tonight. You. Thanks for Thank having us. Thank you so us. much for having it. us. This was really fun. All right, well, check out our podcast every Monday and Thursday at 12 Central Standard Time. Daylight, too. <laughs> on madtoastlive.com as well as iTunes. Thank you for listening.